This episode is being brought to you by Speedweed. Speedweed is America's most trusted name in medical marijuana delivery. For more information, go to www.speedweed.com for all your medical marijuana needs. Enjoy. I'm not going to like walk off in the middle of the <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, unless I piss you off, uh, which... No, even then I have to ask you to walk me off angrily. <laughs> Could you storm me out of here? Yeah, okay. So, <laughs> so, um, so you're familiar with Kevin Brennan. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he just texted me, which never happens. I always text him first. So he just texted me, call into my Kumia show. And I, okay, I have to check on Twitter if he's doing Kumia show or oh, he if has he's, a show on. Because, you know, he's old, so he gets things confused. He's probably doing Burning Bridges. Let's see. Okay, let me just check on Twitter who's on Burning Bridges today. Do you listen to Burning Bridges? No, I, I don't. Okay, so that's his podcast. And truth be told, I'm actually the one who introduced Kevin Brennan to Keith the Cop. Oh, yeah? Yeah, because he, he saw that I do, you know, all of their shows. So he texted me, like, before he got in, even though he's been doing call-in. He said, all new Burning Bridges today at 2 p.m. Call-in with tax questions. Okay, yeah. So that's his show. Okay, so it's his show. Still. All right, well, let's call in. Let's do it. Right? Yeah, yeah. Right, Chris Cilio? <laughs> <laughs> so for the record, because a lot of my guests, because like a lot of times I don't do like a formal introduction, a lot of people always ask me, like, are we recording like 15 minutes into the podcast? So just for the record, we're recording. Cool. Okay. <laughs> so the number to call in to Kevin Brennan's show I, hold on, I need to take a hit of a vape. I'm just really excited. This this is like everyday stuff for you, though. This is like <laughs> yeah, I know, but I I know, but but Kevin Brennan, you know, has a I'm a huge fan of his, so yeah, I get that. Okay, eight seven seven nine six two six eight four six. Which numbers are you gonna remember? I already forgot all of them. <laughs> okay, 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 you remember nine six two. All right. Okay, I remember six eight four six. All right, ready? <laughs> Wait, what was it? 877? 962. 962. Okay, I remember. And I then forgot those mine. your numbers. <laughs> 6846. 6846. 6846. Okay. I'm going to put him on speakerphone. You know? Yeah. So, because uh, I don't have that fancy technology. <laughs> To just have him. Not at the compound. <laughs> I should just text Keith the cops so they know who's calling. Vernon Burgess, who's this? Hi, it's Esther Koo. Who's this? Hey, it's Garrett. Um, he's talking to someone on the phone right now, but he'll be done with a second. I'll get right to you. Should I hold? All right. It's, uh, it's, it's Kevin in there, and then uh, Tom Cassidy and Brian McCarthy. Okay, cool. Uh, no, they're good people. Deep Hang deep. up on her, I think. Nick, <laughs> 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 what's, what's the Asian part? Did she just go? I'm go ahead, call her. Hello? Hey! Hi! Hi. Who was asking about I was her? Asking oh, about, I heard you on Jim and Sam, and I don't know what you look like. And uh, I, was, I didn't Neither. really get... Did you used to date Jim Norton or no? Do I have that wrong? No. I do. You want to piss off Bonnie? You always go. I was like, hey, you're, you're Rich's wife. She loves. She loves that. I think Esther, Esther, what do you? How do you feel about all this? Like women can't be whores anymore. They want to do. They want to. They want to uh, get ahead just on their skill level. Well, how do you feel about that? You're a whore. You have the floor. Yeah. Well, if you saw me last night at the Golden Globes, I was wearing white actually. Oh, because everybody else was wearing black. <laughs> well, no, I say. I feel left out with all this. Don't women wear white when I have that's not even that's really her is that really her yeah oh my god Esther you fucking whore what you're a bigger whore you're on compound media you fucking whore it's you it's you in a marijuana field with a guitar with the, with fucking your shortest days I gotta take a look at this I'm coming in no I'm it's ridiculous so, so uh I thought he was blind huh I thought Brian was blind he is he has to go he can, he 
can see close up. No, for real, Esther, how do you feel about it? What do, what do you th how do you feel about women saying we, they don't want to be sex objects, they want to be, they want to be taken seriously? Well, I feel... Well, you know, with all this sexual harassment, all these sexual assault allegations going around, I feel left out because I've never really been sexually assaulted because I just never say no. sympathize with all the predators who have been put in jail because So it doesn't mean that I'm fucking guys. It means that I waste a lot of time masturbating. If you were a sex addict, you'd be fucking guys. Because that's, that's sex addicts. With, it's like a drug addict. Yeah. Ask Artie. Don't. You, you don't use the same drug. You, you mix it up because you get bored. Yeah, yeah I like all kinds so of guys. So if you're a sex addict, if you're a sex addict you, you're, you're going you're gonna to fuck guys. You just are. You're going to fuck a horse. No, but... Thank you, NPR. You're a little unstable, guys. I don't want to nag you. I got to get out of here. I'm just being silly. Well, horses are too big. I would fuck a pony before a horse. She'd fuck a pony because then she'd get a ride home. When you, when you masturbate, do you use David your... David Tell's classic joke that everybody does now. The, no, if you had a fucking animal, you'd fuck a horse because then you'd give a, get a ride home. That's funny. <laughs> 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 came up with a good one. Yeah, finally. once in a while. Finally, Got one on the board. Even a, even a broken cock is twice is right twice a year. Is that what it is? That twice, that what twice a day. The big tongue you got over there. No wonder you like eating butts. Stay Esther Pooh again. Esther, Esther. What? What percentage of Asian women you think are, are hot? Because white guys love Asian women. What? And Esther, Esther's not even that hot. I mean, she's not ugly, but for an Asian woman, she's like a four, right, Esther? No, I would say a three. I'm not that hot. You're hot. Kevin looks great for his age. No, but I'm saying like Esther's Esther's hot. Esther's like you know she's not like crazy like, but but she plays it up because for for a comic she's like a for she's like she's hot for a comic like a twelve. Yeah, because she's women comics are like come on let's, like let's Asian be Rachel Feinstein. Rachel, oh please, <laughs> not I'm for you. I must throw up a little bit. <laughs> I think she's like you. Esther, is this you again? No, Esther. Every time you periscope, you're wearing you're wearing short shorts and a short top. Is that by accident? Yeah, it's just hot in Florida. <laughs> well, she lives in, you live in Florida. Yeah, but she's full of shit. She, yeah. her, her, everybody, people love to jerk. Uh, people jerk off to you, right? Do they tell you? I mean, not usually. You're the only one so far. Could you imagine if people jerked off to my show? That'd be so great. <laughs> Me yelling, no, no, hey. One guy said he was. One guy said he was fighting with his girlfriend over the weekend, and in the middle of a fight, he just goes, "Don't it!" <laughs> and, and then she got all, she got all confused. Like, what am I doing? Yeah, and he basically fell. He won the right. fight because she was like, "What? Yeah. Donate! You cheated on me! Donate!" <laughs> I guess we're done. I don't know. All right, Esther. Thanks for calling. Esther, thank you. Happy New Year. You should open a Bitcoin account so people can donate. Oh, yeah, she said that. Look at all these pictures of us. One after another. She's a beautiful woman. God bless her. Yeah, so what is your ethnicity? Like, are you Korean, Chinese? I'm Korean. You're Korean. Anya <laughs> Haseo? Wait, you're full Korean? Yeah. But you're adopted, right? No. My grandpa fought your people in the war. Oh, my God. Thanks for helping us. <laughs> like they ran out of names. Like, I don't know. Let's all go have lunch. No, Kevin, you should open you should open a Bitcoin account. Somebody just donated point one Ethereum to my podcast. Oh, cool. They donated what? Point one Ethereum. How much is that? It's like a hundred and ten dollars today, but next year it could be. Oh, I got a lot of then my, then my my son's friends will be like, I heard your dad had a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> Big tulip, uh, and what is that? A, a, a big tulip? 
Oh, I say, I say they. Oh, it's a, it's a, like a flower on a table, so they block it out of your cooch. Did you give uh, birth to a baby? A baby. Oh, that was that was at an Asian massage parlor. Oh. So you did. Is there any other kind? <laughs> so you know, you did that as like there a turnover. Yeah. Is that part of your? Uh, you got a photography, so let's do funny pictures. No. Uh, yeah, that was just funny. Esther gets high. Are you high right now, Esther? You know it. You ever play Dong Chim? What? Look at this picture. Oh my God! What a fucking whore! What? <laughs> you're on your front. You're on your front. You're wearing. You're wearing little, little fucking underwears. Right. And, and getting up, right up your ass with pink socks. You remember this one? Oh, uh, with a teddy bear. Brian's touching the screen I like it's You know, I'm surprised you had me call in. Does this mean your wife stopped listening to your podcast? Whoa, drama. Paywall. I cut off her uh, Indian shoe. Where are you guys getting these pictures from? Uh, yeah, the Google, you know. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> does she put them up or people just put them up? You I think don't. she does. Wow, oh, Esther, yeah. you're really working it. It, it should be I on the website. Jerk off to this. If, I, if I was in jail goodness. for like a, a month, I could jerk off to this. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you have me... Why don't you have me open for you? We could jerk off in adjacent. All my gates get canceled. Open the door to Applebee's. <laughs> yeah, ladies, I hope you like opening your own door. Today, I fucking, I wouldn't even hold the door up for a woman. No. Like, I saw her comment, and she saw her comment. I was just like, you're on your own, bitches. Time's up. No, like, I'm not fucking doing dick for nothing. All right, Esther, that's a good picture. I'm going to go. I'm going to Google Esther Koo. She's got some hot. All right. Yeah. Esther, yeah, I'm going to let you open for me. Yeah. Oh, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Your bye. room at the Hamptons Inn. No, Esther. All right, Esther. Hang up on her. Okay, bye. Take it easy. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I like that you just called in to get trashed. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite part was when one person asks who you are, one guy just immediately goes, ah, it's Filipino. <laughs> like, just like throws oh, he, out a guess. Somebody said that? Yeah. <laughs> they just threw out a guess. That's so funny. I must have been tan in the photo. But those two guys, Tom Cassidy and Brian McCarthy, I've never met them. But Brian is supposedly partially uh, uh, blind. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know how he was able to see the photos. Well, uh, apparently he, he said that he could see up close. That's what they said. Uh, blindness, like, except for me, which is all the way, uh-huh. is very, like, there's a lot of, like, different levels of it. Right. There are people who just lose their vision in their peripherals. They can kind of see really good straight forward, but they can't see anything. That's me. Yeah. Well, Asians are, like, partially blind. <laughs> <laughs> Because um, one time I was on Opie and Jim, and Rich Voss was like, I was making fun of him for his uh, accent or lisp, and he was like, at least I can see out of my... For his well coming out of his mouth. (laughs) Yeah. He was like, at least I can see out of my left eye. So that was hilarious, because it's true. We have bad peripheral. Yeah. Because our eyes are so small. You know? That's why we're friends. (laughs) (laughs) You're my only blind friend, then. You don't have any other blind friends? I don't know blind people like that. Like, You know, I don't hang out with e- Asians either. Yeah. yeah. It's definitely some sort of self-hating thing. It's like... Definitely. So, were you born blind? No, I went blind uh, uh, three years ago. What November. happened? Uh, it's a long... I had a... So, I was born with, like, birth defects on my eyes. Uh-huh. And so, um, throughout my whole life, I've had... 30 eye surgeries oh my god yeah. <gasps> the first like half were before i was like eight so i don't really remember them mm-hmm. but then uh when i was like 12 uh i had my first retinal detachment which is like where you like uh, a part of your eye detaches and you can't see <gasps> oh my god uh, so i had a bunch of surgeries to fix that so from uh age 12 to 18 i had another 15 surgeries oh my god you poor thing hey, that's all right i tell jokes now <laughs> <laughs> so are you done with the surgeries yeah yeah i'm, I'm no point right 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 yeah. so were you ever able to see yeah 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 i had so i had uh from like all most of my surgeries from 12 to like 18 were mm-hmm. only on one eye it okay was, they were just trying to keep one eye from uh just dying completely which inevitably it did uh-huh. uh and then but i had one eye that was going strong like i used to just 
I was a nerd. I just played video games all day. Yeah. I was even studying for my driver's test when I actually went blind. Oh, wow. Uh, I was in school one day, and I was, uh, like, fucking around with one of my friends. And I, like, roasted him on something or his sister. And uh, he... <laughs> this kid is, like, a little Chinese boy. <laughs> He's a, a nerd. He has no coordination at all. And he was just as a joke. He was like, oh, you motherfucker. And he threw his... <gasps> Uh, he threw his high school transcripts at me, nailed me in the eye. <gasps> Next day, I was blind. No! And I swear to God, my no! accent isn't racist because I could play a recording of him, and that's how he sounds. <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah. A yeah. Chinese kid did this. Yeah, to yeah. Him? He's he's my like uh, best friend. He's like, um, yeah. Well, you guys are best friends. Yeah, yeah. He's like a good friend of mine. It but was, it, was he... a, it was a joke. It wasn't like he. But wasn't... if he never threw this, I uh, I. Might not have went blind for longer. Who knows? But yeah, oh that, my, my eye, that eye was completely healthy. It's cool. He drives me around now. It's fine. <laughs> he's indebted to driving he, you around. He's like my little Kato. No, I still have to pay him. <laughs> I go, dude, you blinded me. He goes, dude, I'll do it again. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. Wait, what was it? Like a plastic binder? It, no, it was literally an envelope. Full of papers, like a, a Manila envelope. Nope, just like a uh, like a, a white a white, white envelope. White envelope. Blinded that you. They send it. They send your transcripts in. It was full of his high school transcripts. But like you basically got a paper cut on your eye. But not even like a cut. It just it was just like the 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 You're... blunt force trauma of the paper literally <laughs> caused it to detach. Yeah. Oh uh, my god. The key to his future doomed mine. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! No, so then they fixed it. I went blind for a week. They fixed it for like nine months. I had a, I they they got me vision again, and um, I got to do a bunch of like I, I started like learning more how to be blind, and uh -huh. it really like changed my perspective on a lot of things. When you when you go blind and you get it back, you're like really grateful for having vision back. You're like, right. oh, you know what? Everything's not that. Everything's so silly, like yeah, I'm not like, gonna get pissed off about little things. Yeah, exactly. Like everything, everything's hilarious. So, um, I and then my first semester into college, I actually went fully blind. Oh my god! Yeah, I had one last surgery where they were just trying to like maintain that vision, mm -hmm. and I came out with no vision. So, is there any hope that you could gain your sight ever? I mean, people are always talking about how, like, 10 years in the future, technology, 10 years. I'm I, sure. I, I don't know, man. It, like, yeah. It, but it doesn't really bother me. I'm, I, I, blindness doesn't stop me from doing anything. You've gotten accustomed to being blind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't stop me from doing anything. How is that possible? Like, how do you watch TV? You just listen to audio. I just watch... Yeah, I watch TV normal. I listen to a lot of podcasts. Mm -hmm. But I watch normal TV, too, and stuff. Um, but, yeah, it's all, it's all the same. My phone talks to me, so I'm, I'm able to use a laptop. I'm able to do everything. Like, I have an iPad. It'll, yeah, because when I texted you, I was like, I wonder how he can see this text. Yeah, yeah, it reads it to me. I, my phone... It, uh, all iPhones have a setting, and all phones at this point do. Uh, have a setting called voiceover or some version of that mm -hmm. where uh it just reads you the text reads me whatever's on screen so i, I use my phone completely the same is as mine I in a racist asian accent <laughs> <It should be>. <laughs> <laughs> wow yeah yeah wow that's insane so yeah but it, it like uh, people ask me all the time they see me like using my laptop and stuff and they're like Sir, like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> They're like, would you like me to send this email for you? <laughs> like, no, I got it. I'm good. Yeah. So you you learn to depend more on your other senses. Is that true? Yeah. Well, yeah. You just don't have vision. It's just like living your life. Just you're just dark. like you're just like just reaching dark. reaching in front of you, and you accidentally grab a woman's breasts, and you're like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm blind. Totally. It doesn't happen as often as you think. <laughs> it definitely happens, though. I've, I've definitely had friends' girlfriends go, it's okay, he's blind, don't worry. He's not. He didn't, he didn't mean anything by it. Uh-huh. When you fondled them? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Grab my ass. I'm sorry your ass is doorknob height. <laughs> you know, let him cop a feel. The poor guy's blind. <laughs> but, um, but so you still, yeah, you still do comedy. Yeah. Like, there are people out there who are, like, 60 years old who are like, man, I wish I, I did comedy. And here you are, blind, and you still do comedy. How do you, how do you, like, I mean, I guess you just don't let it stop you. Yeah, not at all. No, I was, well, I, so I went blind, 
And comedy is something I always wanted to do when I was, like, a little kid. Mm -hmm. I remember telling my teacher in, like, fifth grade that I wanted to do it. But then I just forgot about it because of all the other shit that happened. Mm -hmm. And then I was just at home after going blind, really bored, just listening to podcasts. And I was like... Wait, hold on. Yeah. My bad. That's okay. No, you're good. You're good. Oh, okay. My bad. Uh, I could just hear it through the headphones. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, So, yeah, I went blind and then... Just sitting at home bored listening to podcasts, I would sort of something that was like, oh, I should I should do this. Yeah. I want to do this. So I wrote up some jokes, went to an open mic, and then uh, the first time I did it, did I was Did you like, write your jokes in Braille? No. I don't fucking know Braille. You don't know Braille? Fuck Braille. Yeah, because like if you don't learn Braille as a kid, it might be hard to learn. No, it's not even... All right. It is hard to learn because there's only... All right. So there's 26 letters in the alphabet. In Braille, there's like 267. Oh my god, yeah. what? Uh, send me that shit over email, alright? I don't... And it'll, just the technology... Like, yeah, if, you yeah. went, if you went blind 20 years ago, your life would be way harder. Oh, way worse. Yeah. Way worse. <laughs> I took an Uber here. What are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> wow. So, you write your jokes in your computer. My, on my phone, or my computer. Mainly, like, it's just... Speak, like, speak to text. Uh, yeah, and it's, it's mainly like, I'll think of it in my head and then write down one word. Like, yeah. That's all there is to it. Well, you are hilarious. Uh, so, you know, I'm glad you're doing comedy and not letting blindness stop you. No, yeah, it's it's Because there's plenty of not blind people who are like, "I can't do it." That's awesome. So it's, it's 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 the best. It's the best, right? Oh, yeah, I don't want to do anything else. I just I mean, but you are like hilarious besides you being blind. Like you are funny apart from it. You know what I mean? Yeah, thanks. So I try to be, I hope. Yeah, I get excited when I see you on a lineup. I'm like, yay! I can, I can finally laugh again. <laughs> <laughs> so, but Miami's cool, though. I like it. Though. Yeah, Miami's awesome. I just got back from the snowstorm. And, uh, you know, it makes you appreciate the fact that there's no snow here. Did you grow up here? Yeah, I've lived here my whole life. Yeah, I tell people, like, how lucky you guys are. Because no snow? Yeah, because I grew up in Chicago where we like shovel the car out of the snow. It's and like negative 15. Walking to school <laughs> in boots that have holes where the snow is leaking through and it's freezing. And everything's just, everything just is so hard that as soon as I landed here, I was like, oh my God, life is easy again. Yeah, but like, we sweat. <laughs> That's fine. Wouldn't no, you rather sweat than That'd be freezing. freeze? Yeah. And with global warming going the rate that it is right now... Freaking, I heard it was, it felt like below 100 degrees in New Hampshire. Like, people's eyelashes were freezing. I saw a thing yesterday that was like, uh, that parts of the ocean were frozen in, like, Cape Cod. (laughs) Insane, right? Yeah. I have a friend of mine whose daughter is studying environmental studies in, um, at, at school, in college. And I was like, so how fucked are we with global warming? She's like, she just turned really dark. And, like, it was really depressing because she's like, yeah, well, with the water levels, with the water levels going the way that it is, like Miami won't be there in 2050. Yeah, that's what that's we're the first to go. Yeah, Miami, New Orleans, yeah, the coastal towns down here. I won't stop us from partying though. <laughs> no, but I wonder <laughs> I wonder how gradually it will happen that if there will be ignorant people who are like, I'm staying here 305, 305 till, till I like, die, right? <laughs> like a hurricane. Like, they're just like, nah, I'm not, I'm not evacuating 305 till I die. But it will probably, what they say is that when you flush your toilet, it won't be able to flush. Like, like the water, like that's the first, that will be the first sign that the water levels are uh, going to be so bad that it's going to be unlivable here right so you flush your toilet or you take a shower and your bathtub is just like overflowing with water and the sewage pipes would just dump water through your pipes that'd be crazy crazy right and it's just like at that point you gotta leave yeah you know like what are you gonna do 305 till i die and take a shit in your overflowing bathtub right florida's definitely done worse (laughs) (laughs) true true so, you know, when I saw you on stage, do you get a, do you get this a lot like people ask you afterwards like, "Are you really blind?" Oh, it, all, all the, the time, time. All the time. Right? Because it's just almost like unfathomable that a blind guy does comedy. Yeah, and especially with some of the jokes I tell, it's like stories, they're like, "Nah, this guy's 
This guy's not blind, like. So, a lot of people, like, that was my first reaction. I was, like, telling Kyle, I was like, do you think he's really blind? And he's like, yeah. <laughs> and, like, how does, you know, I don't know, how do you convince people that you're blind, I guess? I don't know. I, I... When they see me walk off stage and almost run into something, then yeah. they go, oh, okay. No, but I know, yeah. but, but you know, I've seen a lot of people do a lot of crazy things on stage, and some of them involve a performance where they pretend to be something that they're not, right? Yeah, so yeah. you can understand that that's why people might question whether he's really blind or if, if he's putting on a great act. Right? Like playing the blind guy. <laughs> yeah, that's the funniest thing. It's like, yo, who chooses to be blind? <laughs> like, no, but you're maybe you're playing a blind yeah, character yeah. and maybe people are like nervous to laugh because they're like... Well, that's the thing with... So being blind already, they're nervous. Yeah. So it's, when I come on stage, it's the first thing I have to address. It's like right. the, the fact that I'm blind. Right, right, right. Um, but then I, I just... I try to go so like so far away from like like i want my jokes to be like legitimately funny <laughs> like uh, so i have to i have to hit them so hard just to break through that nervousness like i have to like try to at least yeah 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 no you do a great job with it yeah it's 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 it, it's a lot it's really interesting like <laughs> the best is just hearing people talk right in front of you <laughs> And you're just like, oh, you I, don't know, I don't know how to handle this. talking about you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got out of an Uber the other day uh, in front of one of the bars we do shows at. And I just heard this guy go to his friend and go, oh, yo, that guy's really hilarious. Oh, oh man, he just got a haircut. That guy's really hilarious. I'm going to go shake his hand. And then nobody came up to me for a while. I just didn't acknowledge him. I was like, oh, shit, I'm going to let this happen. And he uh, just didn't even come up to me. <laughs> maybe he wasn't talking about you. No, he, he was like, oh, the blind guy. Like, oh, he, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Unless there was three other blind comics next to me. <laughs> no, I don't know if I know any other blind comics. There's there's one in like every city. There's another. There's one, one in every city. <laughs> yeah, man. Every, Shut up. It makes me feel so much worse about myself when I I'm like, oh, I, you ain't like you, shit. <laughs> <laughs> like you have such a niche market. I don't I don't know if I've seen any other blind comic. There's another one in 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 uh, in Miami or he's in Broward. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god. We don't talk about him. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> You're way funnier than him. <laughs> no, but it's it's a weird thing, man. I because I get weird about it. Uh huh. I like I got asked to do a, a show for in for Art Basel. Mm-hmm. That was like this blind exhibit, like put on for the by the National Federation for the Blind and. Uh, Did you do it? No, I just was like I'm good, <laughs> because I just figured like I was. They, they've never seen me. They just heard about me. And I, I knew that what I wanted to talk about wouldn't be, like, okay with them. You should have done it and then done jokes. Of, you would have got new material out of it, you know? Like, yeah, the Blind it, Federation hired me to do this thing. I don't know, man. I just don't. Like, I feel so removed from that world even though i'm blind i just i'm like nah i don't that's like the that's the smallest part of my identity it's almost like a crutch yeah yeah and i'm just like yeah what, what am i gonna do get a bunch of blind gigs <laughs> like oh all right i'm gonna go they, they they have blind conventions being the comedian there sounds awful <laughs> <laughs> well i don't know but people other blind people might be able to relate to your you know, material. Totally. Uh, that's totally a thing. You know, you might not want to shoot yourself in the foot. Yeah, I, sh I uh, that's like a problem. I definitely yeah. have. No, and, and I have that too, you know. Would you perform at like an Asian fish market? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, Asian fish markets don't really hire me, but I have done like... Uh, an Asian scholarship event where I like That's hosted cool. an Asian event or I hosted like a fashion show at a college with the Asian group. That's cool. That's cool. You know? And, yeah. Host, and, uh, hosting's uh, easier Yeah. I mean, too, yeah. If, if those things, if those opportunities come up, I mean, I get you don't want to be pigeonholed into the blind comedian, but like sometimes, you know, that stuff opens doors up. Totally. Totally. I'm, I'm a, I'm just a jaded piece of shit. Like, I'm just yeah. like, I'm like, ah, I don't know. Uh, right. But it's, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's interesting. That's, I, I try to go so far away from it. Like, but all my jokes are about me being blind. Cause I just tell stories mainly or like not, uh, I just try to talk about like 
everything that is going on in my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. You know what? Some people email me um, and they want to like interview me on like how hard it is to be a female comic working in a male-dominated industry, and I turn those down. Yeah, that's what I was, yeah. Like, I'm like, I don't want to focus on how hard it is. Even like, you calling it I don't it to care the... about your stupid story that you're writing for whatever website or article, you know? <laughs> yeah, and yeah. It's just like, I don't, look at it like it's so hard. If I looked at it like it was so hard, I wouldn't try, you know? Like, I, I tell myself that it's not harder for women. I tell myself that it's easier, even though it might not be, but mentally, it just puts me in that lane to go for it, you know? If I'm like, if I'm always like, oh, it's so hard for us, and I'm gonna complain about how hard it is for women, like, I'd just be depressed and just stay at home. Yeah, no, it's, it's exactly that. It's like, you don't, Woman or blind, you don't want that to be the first adjective. <laughs> you want comic to be the first adjective in anything. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it, it's, it's, people are always looking for the story of, like, like, I don't know, struggle or something. I don't know. But it's not that big of a deal. <laughs> like, right. That's your attitude. And that's why you will go far because you're not, like, using your handicap. Yeah. It's, right? Yeah, no. I'm trying not to. Yeah. Except for like, I play dumb and don't tip Uber drivers. Because <laughs> what are they going to do? Like, not give me five stars? Right, right, right. Come on, they can, I'll try them. <laughs> What's your Uber rating? Uh, 4.8. I puked in an Uber recently. I think that's what, that was my fault. Oh, man. I'm sure you'll get back to that 4.9 soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe in you. They don't, they, 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 all of them five stars across the board. <laughs> I felt bad the other day. I had an Uber driver pick me up, and uh, he was like, you don't remember me, but I, I was your Uber Eats driver a couple days ago. Oh, he uh, delivered food to you? Yeah, yeah. And I was like, man, I never tip you guys. Now I feel terrible. You said that to him? No, I, he didn't speak English. Oh, okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. That's so funny. Have you ever seen um, the show Shark Tank? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah? I just started watching Shark Tank from season one like from the beginning i like binge watching reality to like uh game shows almost that's oh my god which game shows do you like no i don't i don't watch i just meant like that's a that's funny that you would i gotta go in order of shark tank episodes <laughs> you could just throw a dart at a shark tank episode and they'd be the same like i know but i want to okay i'll tell you why i'm going from the beginning okay because sometimes they do follow-ups I'm like, remember Melissa from episode three, you know, here's her cookie business now and it's booming, right? So when I see the follow-up stories, I want to see the original pitch when yeah, she yeah, pitched yeah. it. So that's why I'm going in order. And also I'm seeing how, because there's one judge who sucks, right? <laughs> and they got rid of him. Like everything, like he had nothing to say. Like one of the other sharks would be like, gave a good reason why like, well, the food market is really difficult to get into and I've had a lot of failures and lost a lot of money. That's so for that reason, I'm out. And then Kevin would be like, me too, I'm out. And he had nothing to say. So he had no delivery. He was so lame and he was always nervous on camera. So it's funny from like, you know, watching that from the beginning to knowing that he's gonna get fired. Like, I wonder if by season two, he might be fired. Yeah, you, you wanna see the episode that it breaks the camel's back of like, dude, you you can't do this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, because they obviously replaced him with Mark Cuban, you know? Oh, okay. So did way better after that. <laughs> yeah, so I, it's funny to see the progression of like why he was let go to see how bad he is because some episodes he barely says anything. What if he, he just got removed because he was like, uh, I'm out, sorry, too Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'm taking myself out. <laughs> But, um, but no, it's, it's also interesting because, uh, you see like what bit you learn, what businesses are really hard to get into. Like the restaurant and food industries are really, really difficult to break into. I hear you're basically like operating at like losses for like, I know, I mean, the first like six months at least or something like that. Definitely. Like a lot of these people, they're so crazy. I can't believe they even get in because they're like, they're basically asking to be reimbursed for the money that they spent on their businesses already. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, like, you see how dumb people are. They're like, 
well, what would you use? If I gave you $150,000, what would you use it for? And they're like, operations. That's basically a salary. Why would you say that? You know, you don't <laughs> yeah, say that. You, you got to come out with them with a good plan. Like, oh, I'm a franchise. We're going to open up another store here or something like that. Yeah, but you know, I'm also like, I'm also fascinated that how easy it is to get money from them sometimes. Some of these guys are really dumb and they get a lot of money from these I, I look at some of the investors like um, Barbara. I think she makes poor investment decisions <laughs> because you know I pa- I pause because it's been nine years since like 2009 they started Shark Tank, right? Yeah. So it's 2018 now, so it's been nine years since they started the first season. So after each um, pitch, I pause it and then I Google the product to see if it's even around, and a lot of them don't exist. Yeah. You know, like they made poor investment decisions or it's all fake for television. And then like once they pretend to have made a deal to make themselves, you know what I mean? Because when the sharks invest money, it makes them look like they're doing well, too. Yeah. 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 Right. So if every other person, they're like, all right, I'll give you $50,000. It makes Barbara look like she has a lot of money. Meanwhile, behind closed doors, they're like, "Uh, we're not really doing a deal. (laughs) You know, like actually once I once I saw your numbers. Uh, behind the scenes, it's like, fuck you. That would suck. That would suck. That'd be like if you opened the case on Deal or No Deal and it was just like, it just said, go fuck yourself on it. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like you're the winner. Uh, just, nah, I'm good. Yeah, I mean, that shit happens, I'm sure. Definitely, right? yeah. Yeah, because it's all for TV, so. Oh, I just thought about like, that is such an interesting show. It's like, oh, I'm a businesswoman. But I also... And on a reality TV show about helping businesses. <laughs> right? Yeah. It's it's funny. It's funny because you can't believe everything you see on TV. Definitely you know? not. Yeah. So, but there were some people who had really good ideas. You know the good ideas that do well on Shark Tank are the ones where you have figured out like a sort of patent for uh, a product. Like this guy, he created like an organic Play-Doh made without wheat because a lot of kids are allergic to wheat and then he pitched it and they loved it this nerdy guy came in and he's like i invented a play-doh that's organic for kids who are allergic and they loved it and he says play-doh offered me five hundred thousand dollars for the company but i don't want to take it i want to i'd rather go into business with one of you and they were all over it and he had patented it i didn't even know play-doh had weed in it (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah i guess there's a lot of kids who are i feel like those like i feel like there's a lot of inventions that have you know everything's been invented yeah yeah right it's a lot of like building on what is already there now like or or making things more natural mm -hmm. or more safer things like that um making things better for the environment with all this like you know people are actually concerned about global warming and the economy not the economy the environment right so so I feel like those will be the inventions, uh, the technological breakthroughs that do well on future episodes of Shark Tank. Right? Yeah. I'm super into it. I'm like obsessed with it. I can't like... I think we found your spinoff podcast. What? <laughs> just, just watching Shark Tank episodes live, like Ancient Aliens with Action Bronze. <laughs> <laughs> no, I already have a spinoff podcast that I started. It's about cryptocurrency. Okay. About Bitcoins. Are you big into the coin? Yeah. Yeah. Me, me and Rosie Tran, she's a Vietnamese comedian in LA. We started it together. Awesome. Yeah. So uh, I just got into it, but I'm like obsessed with it. You know? Yeah. It's it's such an interesting thing. It's just, do you know much about it? I, I, I know the very basics. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, it's just, you know, it's just, it's just amazing that, um, you know, when the banks got bailed out, everybody was anti-bank. And I feel like, I, and I wish we could bring that sentiment again because that's not so fresh in our minds anymore. I feel like we could con- convince more people to sign up for Bitcoin, like Kevin Brennan. Uh, he would get more donations if he signed up for a Bitcoin and had a Bitcoin address on his website, right? He's always screaming at his podcast listeners to donate. So I told him to open it, but he's not listening to me, right? <laughs> so... But I feel like he would get so many donations because when your Bitcoin goes up, you just feel like you're fucking on top of the world that you're like, oh, here you go. Like I'm up, you know, 200% today. 
here's 0.01 Bitcoin. I don't care. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. And um, like if I feel like if this whole Bitcoin uh, cryptocurrency uh, came about just like how long ago was that Occupy Wall Street shit? Six years ago? Right? Was it six, five, seven years ago? Something, Something like, like that, yeah. yeah. like, man, like, if it just happened right after that, then, like, people, you know, because people were signing up for those um, credit unions but, but to fuck the banks over. But it kind of did come out about right after that. It just didn't start getting big until now. Right. I, like, True. I, I have friends who are big into the, like, uh, like tech and stuff, mm-hmm. uh, and they were telling me about Bitcoin uh, five years ago, and, and those are the people winning right now. Those are the people. Those are the whales. Yeah, yeah. They've got like, oh yeah, I bought like eight Bitcoin for like five bucks each or whatever. And now I'm doing great. (laughs) Now they're like moving their money around. But that's what's great about it is that it allows just your average Joe Schmo to become wealthy. You know? Yeah, it's like, it's. uh, It allows the 99% to become the 1%. The problem is, is the 99% aren't, aren't like. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta really work that Bitcoin angle. Like you have to, you have to be constantly watching it and moving shit around. Not necessarily. I don't. Uh, actually, I don't do that. No, you just. Gotta... I just, I just buy. I just buy when there's a dip. Yeah. And then I just hold on to it. I don't. I mean, I watch the price because I'm interested, but I'm not like. You know, if it goes down, I'm not like sweating or nervous about like, yeah. oh my god, my money's gonna because I know it's gonna go back up. Right, so I like it as an uh, like it, it's an interesting ulterior to like just investing in like no I don't want to buy like stocks stocks <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah you know I was never into stocks I just didn't really understand it and it just seemed like such a white guy corporate thing to do <laughs> you know what I mean. I like that it was too schmarmy for you. You're yeah. like, no, I'm good. I'm like, this seems so douchey, but whereas like the crypto market is more... Seems le- way less douchey. <laughs> yeah, it's more for like the geeks and the nerds and, uh, you know, the people who are anti-bank, which should be all of us, except for the bankers. That's true. Right? Yeah, yeah. So, do you have any inventions that you would bring on um, Shark Tank if you ever had the opportunity? I wanna, I wanna put a Bluetooth speaker in my cane. Oh yeah. <laughs> do they have? Do they not have that? No, I don't think so. Oh my god, you should do that. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, people are always like, dude, you should get like a like a cooler cane or whatever or something. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And I just I'm like, no, I think the stock one is probably the best invention. <laughs> yeah, the traditional one is pretty good. Just because of the. the uh, colors plus a, a bluetooth speaker would be obnoxious <laughs> well why not be that obnoxious guy it would be really funny though well there was this guy in the in the first season he um he uh had this invention of inserting surgically implanting a bluetooth behind your ear all right <laughs> <laughs> they all looked at and, and he had the he had the most like muted personality out of all of them fuck earbuds <laughs> yeah. like they were so freaked out by him it was hilarious and he he looked like a robot like his mouth barely moved uh, i think we should put bluetooth speakers in everyone's ears i'll do the operations myself of course under <laughs> uh, under anesthesia you'll be only out for like 20 minutes or... i thought that was hilarious when whenever you went into surgery were you ever scared that you might not wake up no nah, i never never like i was always scared but not that i wasn't gonna wake up that was never i was uh you were scared more for other reasons yeah i was just like i knew it was gonna suck when i came out of it because it was painful when you woke up oh like a lot of pain that's ended up ultimately why uh i had most of my surgeries was for some reason they all throughout high school the the eye that was that we were trying to, to to save was giving me a lot of pain like i mean insane amount of pain i missed a whole lot of school because of it and i was in and out of like uh surgeries obviously uh they're just trying to figure out the the source of it and they could never do it and then finally i, I told them to just remove the eye mm-hmm. so i have a fake one now uh-huh. um, and when they removed it they were like uh our bad <gasps> uh something happened in like your first surgery 
that the belt like slipped. They put it, when when they fix a retina, they put a, a belt around your eye, mm-hmm. and apparently a metal part of that slipped and was just digging into my eye for a while. Oh my! For like five years. God. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they ended up removing it. But it was their fault. It wasn't like it's not their fault. They were just. It just happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, things can go wrong in a surgery. A lot of them, yeah, yeah. And, I, and you can't really, you can never really be mad at... Uh, the outcome? At an eye doc, like a specific, especially when you might go blind in your other eye, you don't really want to burn bridges in that <laughs> like, fuck you guys. Oh, shit, I can't see now. Wait, could you help me? Like. Oh, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you just have to be like, no, it's fine, whatever, keep going. Wow, well, you have such a great attitude about it. Yeah, yeah. It's... It, um, it really, like, that first time going blind, when I came out of it, like, after that week when they fixed it, it really did change my whole, like, perspective. Yeah. Yeah. I bet. I had, I mean, I had eye surgery. I, I had eyelash surgery. What happened to your eyelash? <laughs> <laughs> I went to the eye doctor, and they said, you have, your lower eyelashes are growing towards your eyeballs. Oh. And they're, like, you know, over time, they're going to scratch your cornea. So we recommend getting eyelash extraction surgery to remove the whole root of the eyelashes that are growing towards your eyeball, right? So I had like two rows of eyelashes. One row was like growing into my eyeball. And um, they were like, well, we can pluck them out or we can remove it. And I don't know why, but the freaking doctor convinced me to get the surgery when you can literally just pluck them out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, <laughs> I forgot why, how he convinced me, but like, this is how doctors make money. Is that oh, yeah. They yeah. just convince you to get surgeries that you don't really need, you know. So I like went under, but the first time I went under, I like was nervous, so I like went outside and smoked weed in the car. Then I came back and all the nurses could like smell the weed on me and they were like, are you high? I'm like, no. (laughs) And I was like, okay, fine. I smoked weed. They're like, what else did you do? And they thought that I had like done something else harder. And you don't just do rails before you go into surgery. Like before you get knocked out, you don't just do lines of cocaine. (laughs) And like they looked at me like I was like high on something else. And I'm like, I swear that's all I did. Like you could still do it. And they're like, no, we can't like for legal reasons. You have to. So, like, they, they got everything ready, and it was such a pain in the ass for them, you know? I had to come back and redo it. Before one of my surgeries, I uh, was going in, and they were right about to give me the anesthesia. The anesthesiologist was just bumping in the, in the operator room, just Wiz Khalifa songs and things like that. <laughs> that Snoop Dogg and Wiz Khalifa song, Young, Wild, and Free. And he was like, you smoke weed, man? <laughs> I was like, dude, if I smoked more weed, I wouldn't be here. <laughs> oh. Yeah, because I was like in high school at the time. So wow. I was like, I don't know what I could tell my doctor. <laughs> That's awesome. So when did you start smoking weed? I started smoking weed right before. I started smoking weed for like legitimate pain reasons. Like mm-hmm. I was like, my brother uh, was like, oh, hey, you should try this for like pain relief. And it helped. And uh, I even had... Uh, I even had like a cousin come up to one of my my parents and was like trying to convince him to like, hey dude, let's just stop doing these surgeries. Let's just smoke weed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and like at like sixteen, and that was a that was a whole thing. Um, but your parents were like, no. No, yeah, no, no. They didn't believe it. Well, yeah, and it was like I was supposed to have surgery the next day. <laughs> <I> was like, <laughs> you're no, like, was, you really, you really, mom and dad, I just got announced. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, no, that's fine. I, I, I didn't think that would work. It wasn't my idea. But uh, so then I've just been smoking since. And now I don't even, I don't need it for pain or anything. I just smoke it because I like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Definitely helps with like writing and stuff. Definitely makes you funnier. You think so? Yeah, I think so. That's the, that's the first time I saw you. I uh, was... After after my the first time I went blind, obviously I got really big into podcasts. And um, first podcast I got into was Douglas Movies, and then into Getting Doug with High. Oh really? Yeah. So I've actually seen you. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's actually where I got to see a lot of my com- the comedians I like know and like love today. Like I I, I branched off from watching uh, to watching different podcasts, but like the only reason I know what like Joey Diaz looks like or you look like or 
people like that look like is because of getting dug with high. Oh, <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wait. When did you watch that? I watched, I, that was like, that was like three or four years ago at this point, yeah. Uh-huh. Oh. Yeah. Oh my god, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you were able to, you, that's when you were able to see it. I was still able to see it at that point, yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was my first, I think that was my first getting dug with high was with Joey Diaz. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he was calling me like Susie Boo. <laughs> and Joey Diaz is like so nice. He's such a sweetheart. That guy's uh, the best. Yeah, he's so funny. And he's just so nice, you know? He's such a great guy. He seems, no, he seems like that. Yeah. The most genuine dude. Yeah, no, I gotta go visit him soon. Um, but yeah, and then Doug's, Doug's movies, like the getting, no, no, the Doug Loves Movies yeah. audience, they hate me. They hate you. <laughs> <laughs> because like, I'm not really well versed on movies. Yeah. You know, like I didn't grow up watching movies because I grew up so Christian. So I only watched like the Ten, Com- Ten Commandments and The Sound of Music and Inner Space, like on repeat. So there's just millions of movies that I've never seen. So, like, when I go on there, like, they like having people who are movie buffs. Yeah, yeah. No, they get really into they that They get show. so into it that when I say something... Because they're trying to win. <laughs> yeah, and when I say something stupid, they're just, like, they get so frustrated. That's hilarious. Yeah, but... I want to be his first blind guest on there and be like, I, I, I don't watch a lot of movies. <laughs> <laughs> and see if they get mad at me. You should. They can't even blame me. Yeah, they won't get mad at you. But you should... Yeah, definitely. Well, if you're going to be in L.A., you should do Getting Dug With High. I'll let them know. Yes, that'd be super cool. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I, I like getting people on there. Because I, I'm like, I know all the people who smoke weed that you don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, it's such an interesting thing that like uh, people won't do that show because of the, the weed smoking and things like that. I was like, I get that, but I, I don't really Yeah, care. but you know what? Now that California is legal for recreational in 2018, it's almost not a count against you, I feel like. It's no, because it, when I first did it, when I first did it, I, I, I did his hesitate for like two minutes, like, should I do this? Will this ruin my career? But I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to do it. Like, I smoke weed every day. Like, I need to do this, you know? And, and like, a lot of TV shows and movies are made in LA. So now that it's recreational, almost the taboo, it has been lifted. Weed, weed, weed smoke has just gotten so regular now. Like, it's really not a big deal. It's really not. No. no. Even down here, where it's still illegal. Like, I never really feel that sketch, smoking weed. No, and there's, like, medical dispensaries on yeah, this gain. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, mean, I haven't been inside them, but they, they're popping up, and it says, like, buy weed here. By medical here. It's uh, it, it's all oil right now and uh, cartridges and things like that. Oh, they sell vape pens mm-hmm, mm-hmm. here. Yeah, that's what they do. Oh, it's not flour that we're not. We don't. It's ha- CBD. Uh, no, there's actual like THC cartridges with the wax and stuff like that. Uh huh. But uh, they just don't. They can't sell actual weed yet. Right. Like, but they will be. Yeah, that's yeah. Right. They just can't. I can't go and pick up an ounce yet. Right. 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 You know, I just went to Vermont, and they offer CBD in, like, their meals. Really? Yeah. On the That's menu so of this cool. one restaurant, it said, add CBD to any meal for $4, or add CBD to any drink for $4. In Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's that's a markup. <laughs> that's a great business plan because it probably doesn't cost them that much. Yeah, you just – I saw at the, um, at the bar, they just had these, like, little capsules, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, with the droplets, and they just drop them in. In ten years, the, the this is weed stores would be like liquor stores, hopefully, right? Better liquor stores are like shady and gross and full of alcoholics, you know. Like you got to turn down people who are buying liquor sometimes, yeah, yeah. because they're just way too drunk. But it's like, how'd you even get here, man? But <laughs> weed, but weed stores are like they're just on a whole nother level. Yeah, it's it's more like a pharmacy than anything else. You just go in and pick up. It's like oh, I need this week's amount of weed and and they're just like so many different products it's more high-end yeah you know and like because they make so much money off of it they love like going all out on the packaging like they look like those um 
You know, have you ever had those astronaut ice creams? Like Dippin' Dots or whatever? No. What's well, astronaut ice cream? What? Oh my god. See, I grew up next to a junior college. Okay. And like they had a planetarium and that was like the closest place my brothers and I could go buy candy. All right. So uh, at the gift shop, they sold astronaut ice cream. It's basically dry ice cream. Oh, okay. And it's kind of like this dry freeze, um, like this bar. But it was like a Neapolitan ice cream. Napoleon? Is it Neapolitan? Or I Neapolitan? think it's Neapolitan. <laughs> Neapolitan, right? Yeah. So, so they have strawberry, chocolate, and vanilla. And it's just kind of like this creamy brick. Cool. Like it's like what astronauts eat as ice cream in space it's awesome i like um, that like uh yeah totally I, astronauts are definitely eating ice cream in space <laughs> <laughs> why wouldn't they be eating ice cream in space and they're not just eating terrible rations that are like no they're eating ice cream up there on the moon they're not all like matt damon growing you know eating potatoes like martian i'm telling you the, the matt damon is eating better than most astronauts for sure <laughs> So, um, well, how did I get talking? Oh, right. So the weed chocolates at these dispensaries, they look like they're packaged like these astronaut ice creams. It's amazing. Yeah. Like sometimes I'm looking at them like, okay, like you obviously, you know, are making so much money off of this shit. The packaging doesn't need to be so futuristic, but it is nice when they go all out. It's, you know, it is a nice change from when you buy weed from like your weed dealer in Brooklyn and they just give you like a sandwich bag. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, I, I like... Like, rolled up. Yeah, totally. I have, uh, like, I like it when my dealer gives me, like, a, a different bag, too. I'm just like, oh, thank you for not, like... It's not just a Ziploc bag of weed. Right? But sometimes it is nice when they give you a jar. Oh, shit. Nobody's ever given me a jar of weed. Really? No. Oh, my God. Oh, because you're still over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, in California, they go they go crazy with the packaging. Like... Not only is it in a jar, it's in a jar in a box sealed with like fancy logos and engraved like embossed like logo lettering and stickers. It's crazy. That's the dream. Like, you know what? Um, Maybe they should have like Shark Tank weed version. Yeah. Like, uh, 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 not a version, but like they should have a weed episode of Shark Tank. That'd be a cool one because that's an emerging market, man. That's that. It's big. It's huge. Yeah. But I wonder if, you know, because the rest of the country is not really up to par with California, if they would do it. But they should because then it'll destigmatize weed for all the other other uh, states. I was yeah. going to say countries. <laughs> no, but they can't do that. Like, be just because it'd have to be on YouTube or something like that because uh, the major, the, the main people, like, fighting against weed are, like, drug and alcohol advertisements advertisement lobbies and stuff like that yeah mainly pharmaceutical drugs and that's like their biggest advertisers on like cbs on, or whatever on abc yeah, yeah abc yeah right so they would never do it for no, the money yeah. nope holy shit it's, it's crazy man it's like there's so many other things trying to stop weed that have nothing to do with weed <laughs> That's why I decided to just go ahead with it. You know, yeah, because yeah. I don't look like your typical stoner. And that's that that pushes forward too. Just people coming out who who aren't who aren't the stoner mall rats type of guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Smoking weed, then it just helps like destigmatize. Productive it. people smoking weed is our best campaign face for weed. Like True. See, stupid Kevin Brennan, right? Like he was like, he like when I had him on my podcast, he went and talked shit about me, which of course I loved. Yeah. Uh, and he was like, "She's always high. She smoked a joint before recording." And then I texted him. I'm like, "Joe Rogan smokes a joint before recording every episode of his podcast, and he has the number one podcast in and, comedy." Yeah, yeah. And he was like, he had nothing to say back to it. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it's not a, like always high people who just don't understand what being like high for normal people who smoke is because like people will who don't smoke will smoke and just get locked into a couch or whatever just be like i am uncomfortably high but 
for most, for like me and, and stuff like probably you, it's more like a cup of coffee in the morning. It's like I need to smoke a joint or something. Or... It's better than coffee. When I drink coffee, I actually become debilitated. I get so antsy and this caffeine that runs through my body, it, I can't stand it. And like I have this horrible feeling in my body and then I crash. You drink coffee? No. No. Yeah. It's just, it's too stimulating for me. Yeah. It's just gross. Anyway, um, thanks for coming I'm... by today. Thank you for having me. Um, are you on Twitter? Yeah, I got a Twitter with zero followers, but uh, you can follow me at Chris Can Stand. <laughs> you literally have zero followers. I have zero followers, and I'm gonna put a picture up today. So <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Let me let me follow you right now. How do you spell it? Uh, it's Chris Can Stand. Can't. Can. Can Stand. Yeah. Chris Can Stand. It's stupid. I didn't think people would be able to spell my last name, so. No, people would be able to spell it. I just think people are retarded. Clearly. You have one follower. Oh, I guess. Twitter itself. I gotta put a picture up. Um, I felt like I, that was the biggest thing. I was like, man, you knew you were going on this podcast for like a week now. Why haven't you put up a picture, dude? <laughs> Stop being so lazy. That's fine. By the time I post, edit it, and post it, yeah, I'll, you'll have a picture. I'll up. have a picture. I'll do some tweets to make it look real. Well, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So you're on Twitter, and uh, you have any shows coming up? No, I just... Miami, we've got shows. We do shows at like Red Bar and Brickle and Taurus in the Grove. So. Are you doing Rose Battle again? You were so good. Uh, if she has me back, I'm down to reclaim my title. Awesome. All right. Well, follow Chris Can Stand on Twitter and uh, catch him in your city when he's there. <laughs> I'm sorry. When somebody flies I'm, ter- me. I'm terrible at plugging. The Asian, the Chinese guy should like be your bodyguard. Hi, dude. My, my Kato. <laughs> your Kato Caitlin. All right, kids. Thanks so much for tuning in. I'll see you next week. Bye. was brought to you by Speedweed. Speedweed is America's most trusted name in medical marijuana delivery. Speedweed began as a three-person family business in 2011 and now has over 30,000 members enjoying the convenience and discretion of cannabis home delivery. From celebrities to soccer moms, Speedweed offers same-day and overnight delivery of medical marijuana throughout California. For more information, visit www.speedweed.com. Well, congratulations, California, on legalization of recreational. Woo! Woo! Amazing. And more states to come, hopefully. 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 Um, guys, I'm going to be in Bakersfield, California, January 19th at Me Peru with Agostino Zoida. January 20th, I'll be in Seattle at Jai Tai. On January 21st, I'll be at Tacoma Comedy Club with Rachel Wolfson. Thanks for listening. Thanks, Chris Cilio, for doing my podcast. He is so young. You guys, he is like 21 years old or something. And uh, I hope one day he can get his vision back. And I'm sure there will be some sort of technology, technological breakthrough where I... I don't see him being blind for the rest of his life. I'm sure in 10 years, there will be some sort of breakthrough where he'll be able to see again. Um, But follow him on Twitter because he literally just (laughs) opened his Twitter account. Um, So I don't know if he can see how many followers he has, but I'm sure we can tell him how many he has. And um, that will be cool, wouldn't it? And fuck Braille. Seriously. Why do you need Braille on elevators? I guess if you're blind and you're the only person in the elevator. But, um, I mean, I guess, yeah. I guess Braille still is kind of necessary. When I was in college, uh, when I was in the elevator, I would try to learn Braille. Just because, like, what else are you going to do in an elevator? Waste time waiting for it to get to your floor? Why not learn something useful? Just in case, you know? But, 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 who knows? Well, guys, happy, happy New Year still. 
I suppose, still organizing your stuff for the new year. Are you? I hope you are. Me and Rosie Tran are still doing our podcast. We're actually recording one today. It's called Hello Crypto Kitty. And the best way to do it is to just follow me on Periscope. And then uh, we Periscope live. And then we post it to YouTube. But might as well just follow me on Periscope directly. So you get it. So Rosie Tran and I will be doing that later on today in the afternoon. So tune in if you can. Catch me if you can. Thanks guys so much and I'll see you guys next week. Bye!